Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to Blog Talk Radio and Vibe Time with Jerry. And I have my co-host David Flowers and my special guest Teresa Sayers, who's already on board with us this evening. Say hi. Hi. Hi everybody. As usual, I have to fix the privacy because every week it goes to only me for whatever reason. I hope everybody had a nice Christmas. We got oh, me too. the new year coming in soon. wonder what that's going to hold. That would be very interesting. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be very interesting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, okay. did you have a nice yeah. Christmas? I did, actually, yeah. It was quiet. Um, Hi, John Stevens. Oh, I'll say hello as people come on and chit chat. Okay. I can't see them, so um, I apologize. He just said hello, everyone, so I will let you know what the comments are. And David, if if he sees comments that I don't see, he'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Inquiring people want to know who you are. Because I have good people here. Hello, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know who gives a damn who she is. Hi, Sheila. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who I'm a psychic are you? medium. Um, I've been at it for 20 years. any research on it. No, we can't. And I would love someone to put out something on that. Yeah. Because I know that you deal with the same shit. I'm glad. Did, did you read the show? Oh, the show is not rated. This is a, if you have any small children sitting on your lap watching Ashley or anybody else, 
Yeah, this isn't the show for children to be watching. It's a, it's not PG-13, so if you have virgin ears, cover them. There's been times it hasn't even been rated R. That's, that is true. Yes, that's, that's true. Between Ronnie and John Stevens, they find a way. They find a way to talk about certain things. We are, to include we are, balls. Uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you and I are physical mediums, and we both know that. Yeah. Um, we take a lot in. We feel a lot. Um, we take on mannerisms of um, other people's ailments, whatever. Um, but there's really not much said about <laughs> Ronnie, what the fuck? Oh, sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> sorry, Ronnie. There's the look on your face when you answer people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that we that we have that. Uh, Mister, what's that? Physical um, mediumship. Yeah, physical mediumship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a difficult one. It's very hard to deal with because we, we actually we get sick because of it. I know John Stevens and Ronnie get blamed for everything, but yes, we do get sick of, sick because of it. You're absolutely right. We do, um, and it doesn't matter how we ground and protect and so forth. Um, it still hits us, and it hits us hard when it does. Yeah, channeling does too. Oh my God! Yeah, it does. Yeah, that that is very deep. Yeah. Uh, so tonight, Jerry, I'm gonna let you ask me. I ain't asking you shit. I forgot to take my medicine. Damn it! What's up, David? Okay, it's on you. Uh, What's on me? I don't know. You have to ask a question. I'm on your damn show for crying out loud here. <laughs> I told you that your job is to talk and look pretty. That's what I need you to fucking do. No, I don't look pretty. I just talk. No, you're pretty. You're, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, don't. I am I love you too, Jerry. Don't tell anybody. Okay, we won't. Nobody's watching it right now. No. Not a soul. So, honestly, what would you like to know, David? What would I like to know? Yes, seriously. David is our open-minded skeptic. Huh? And that's why it's great to ask you questions. I don't know if I want to ask him questions because he's very blunt, straight to the point, and very honest about things, and you may not like his answer. Oh. He could be a total oh. asshole. <laughs> Me be an asshole? I would never be an asshole. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, damn. It's getting heavy in the room here. Okay. Shit. Okay. Uh, His eyes aren't even brown, but it's still a lie, and he's full of shit because he is an asshole. A clear-cut one. No, he's not. I'm a lovable asshole. No, you're not even that. You're not an asshole. Yeah, oh, yes, he is. See? Matter of fact, 
I'm getting a coin. But go ahead, Shayla, what's your question? <laughs> Shayla's got a question. If you say one person, I remember, I don't know which show it was on, that says you're either born as it or you're not, and I don't, I don't agree with that at all. No, it can be learned. No, uh, everybody has abilities. You just need to learn how to tap into those abilities. We were all given a gift. Thank you. Uh, some people, yes tap into it more than others, and that's how it goes. And, uh, yes. If we had this conversation a year ago, I would have disagreed with you. You really Just would have. Many. I would have disagreed with you. What many? But in this, in this past year of dealing with this thing, <laughs> I've come to change my mind on it. Uh, yeah. Well. On the thing yeah. now. Should I get a hat that says thing one and thing two? Yeah. Now she's, now she's going to read you. You see how you open up that little can of worms right there? What the hell is wrong with you? Don't you know with psychic media people, you need to shut the hell up? And I read it in 
see, everybody's seeing David Flowers smile for once. Yeah, you're the second person that has said that, Lucy. This book is very informative, and I really enjoyed it. So I just want to put this out there. I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked it. No, seriously, that that's an honest. That's my opinion. That's my honest opinion. Oh my God! How are you doing, Lucy? To answer your question, David. David. I can't help it. You have grown and learned quite a bit in the year that has passed. Just saying. Well, and and I I, I agree with you on that. I, I do because before Jerry started working for me, I was and and I still am a huge skeptic when it comes to psychic mediums. Okay. Well, most of the people. Most of the people that say they're psychic medium, I think they just have gas. <laughs> I agree. But, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, in the year that I've, I've worked with Jerry, I have opened up to it. And I have found myself, I don't know how to put this, uh, feeling things. I mm-hmm. Feeling yeah. things that. I've never felt before when it comes to the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can as be we learned. Were talking, right? As we were talking, I'm sorry, what? I said, so it can be learned. Oh, yes. Definitely. definitely. Can. Um, as we were talking, I drew a picture of a tree. Um, yes, that's true, Shayla. That's gross on your part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kayla said, in her opinion, most people who do have the abilities don't tell you they have them, and that that's very true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't. I'm not the type of person I need to go bragging on right. my ability, and you're not either. No, Jerry, you're not like that either. Nope. Um, I try to keep it hush hush. I mean, I mean, I'll put stuff on my on my Facebook posts about spirit world and numbers and visitors, and I do that so that because there's a lot of people that um, are are that do have those abilities that feel like they're alone and they don't have anybody to turn to with That's stuff true. like that. I saw I saw Ronnie's comment. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie passed medium went straight to extra large. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um I try okay. to keep it distant but I, I I will put it out there and also because there's a lot of my friends who have lost loved ones very recently and Sorry. they um I try to get them to understand that they're around you all the time. Yeah. All the time. But you know yeah. what I mean. They are around you and you don't think that they are, but they are. And I try to help people have a better understanding about that. But I don't go out in public and he'll tell you on the tours, I don't even want him mentioning what I do. Because it it will take away from 
a tour. Yeah. It'll take away from the whole thing because people have 50 billion fucking questions. He'll do it if I ask him to, but for the most part, it's not even mentioned at all. Right. Yeah, I wait till she opens the door. Yeah, it's very, very, very rare. Now, with the shadow people, I mean, he even sees shadow people, so when he asks if I saw any, I'll answer those questions, but he sees what I see on some level, so it uh-huh. it's not opening that door to say, hey, are you this or are you that? Right. So, right. John yeah. Stevens is asking, Teresa, do you draw pictures to describe people or what they're going through? Actually, I do. I end up um, doing sketches I can't draw to save my life, but I, um, I do. i got to go take a pill real quick. I forgot. Okay. Um, I do um, draw pictures with things, I, uh, what I see. I come up with um images that are sent to me and then I end up uh, in the conversation like I, I, I drew for David, you know, the tree, um, which means growth on your part, David, which I said, um, but that's how it works for me. Um, I can, I get visuals of certain things. And I need to put it down on paper. And hello, Kimberly. I'm trying to explain how to put it. Um, hello, Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. I know. I know who that is. Okay. Um. Can't believe I did that. from my house. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure where this this information is coming from yet. Uh, I'll pinpoint it eventually here as we go along. John, so Stevens I'm sorry to, if I, John Stevens wanted to know what you would draw for me or is it hard sometimes to draw a concept or a feeling? With John Stevens, all I think is a pole, so I don't know what you would. Some, sometimes, sometimes it is. Yeah. Because it's very rare I draw, and if I do draw, it's, it's normally like an auto-write, or they'll make me do an auto-write, or I've had strange symbols that I don't know what those mean come up, but anyway, that's a whole different Kimberly's asking, is a flash of a scene like a stop-motion film? Oh, that's interesting. Um, the way I see things... Um, sometimes it could be that way. Um, yeah, she says, I get that kind of feeling if I touch people. Uh, she definitely gets it. Um, well, I, I, I will see, like, um, photos. I will see colors. I will see numbers. I will see letters. I will see... Uh, descriptions of deceased. It's very 
interesting how they describe themselves. This actually shows their face. They pretty much tell me. Hello, Ronnie. Like, I have blue eyes. I have brown eyes. Uh, my hair is dark. Um, and they might show me what they're wearing. It's, it, wow. Um, I'm going to stop there for now for a reason. Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. I see you on. Yeah, she's getting old. Y'all are fired. I hate, I didn't say that. of your book because I gave See? it to her. I did. See? I gifted it to her. I did. Um, hey, Tracy Ann. I'm feeling another book. Just saying. Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh! I used a computer for that one. That's it, Jerry. He's done. <laughs> Say no more. You're done. All right. Can I cover him? Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. Kimberly said throw it and see if he can catch it. Ronnie needs a copy of that book. Um, 
seems so far away. Direct and to the point, but my way ain't the only highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Stevens wants to know if you see any woman coming into his life. God, I wish that stuff worked that way. Um, that was one of our biggest conversations. Ugh. I'll show up at his back door in signings in a unicorn suit yelling, Daddy, he won't forget us. That's Tracy. <laughs> I guess the poll yeah. just no, ain't working for your ass. Sounds like my sister. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
leading. Do you have cards? Huh? Are you pulling cards? Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, for John Stevens? Yeah, I did. Oh. I did. Okay. Okay. How could you resist that face? Damn it, girl. (laughs) Don't wonder I love you. about Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, Jerry being sassy pants, I am. Pull a card and see what it says. For my little... Uh, Well, okay. She needs to... Seriously, right now, leave things alone uh, and trust Hold on. She needs she need to um I don't know how to put this. She needs to trust in I think Tracy just wants you to be blunt and straight to the point, right, Tracy Ann? Because Tracy Ann is pretty blunt and straight to the point. She'll be all right. She, okay. She's not um, she she's a strong, very strong woman. She can, you know Okay. You don't well, need to sugarcoat it, shit for her. Um, from from what I'm picking up, I, I she's on the right track of what she's doing and I think um if she stays there she's gonna be good. Um and she has to trust in it. No. I don't know if that makes sense to her or not. Um Yeah, she's, uh, yeah, you don't, you ain't got a sugar coat. She's probably seeing more trauma than the three of us put together. Trust me. Okay. Um, I, I, like, I like what Ronnie said. The way the world's going, nobody can retire. Yeah. Well, you know what? He ain't lying there. On, um, it, 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 it's going to be tough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not You're not her. done with nursing, Tracy. No, no, no. She's she's my nurse. I have my own private nurse. Beautiful thing. Right, Tracy? Better be you better be lucky that I got a hold of her because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be taking these damn meds. Just saying. Whoa. Thank you. Just saying. All right, Kimberly, I'll bitch at you to your therapy. <laughs> Do you? I am. I am. I'm taking all my meds like I'm supposed to, all of them. I'm being a good girl until February. I'm just saying. Yeah, she's tired of the job. Tracy Ann is a nurse. And she's she's done. But she's just not your average nurse. She's your travel. Okay. Okay. Can I say it, Tracy? Can I can I or do you want to put what kind of nurse you are? 
or can we do you want to leave that private? We can, it's up to you. So figure out if she's supposed to retire. Okay. You want me to keep it private? Okay. Not at the moment. She's one of these type of nurses. Not at how lucky I am. She's a critical care cardiac cath lab nurse. I can't have it any better. <laughs> it's right up my alley with my new stents. <laughs> Hang in there. I wanted to make sure I put the whole title right. Because I don't want to fuck up on my nurse, though. You know, they've worked hard to get to where they're at. <laughs> Tracy answered, not at the moment, what? I don't know. It, 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 um, honestly, um, what I was feeling. Um, Are you saying not at the moment retire? Uh -huh. Not at the moment, the present moment, yes. So no retirement for you, Ms. Cath Lab? Not at the present moment. Uh -uh. She's too good at what she does. She don't need to be retiring. You got more People patience like her to help. Too. People like her. Yeah. I would love for her to be my nurse. They, they like her little, um, well, yeah, she comes out with it and uh, she's respected for that. Some people can handle it and some can't. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I can, I can just, handle just the smack on the hands. Well, she gave me a smack on my ass, but, you know, that's beside the point. We won't tell her husband or anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Patients love her, but staff hates you, of course. Jealous. The same. No, Tracy Ann don't take no shit. She's a clear-cut bitch, and she knows I can say that, and she knows I say it with her, too. They're, they're jealous. Um, Very knowledgeable. And they scare her. Or she scares them, I should say. Not they scare her. Intimidated. Scares them. Intimidated. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's not her, though. I like the fact that she does not take the shit. No, she don't. So that's why you ain't got sugarcoat nothing. Don't try to be all nice yeah. and smoochy sheen about that. Okay. Well, I Yeah. No retiring. Sorry. Not, not in the moment. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not in the moment. Not in the moment, Tracy. Not, no, you can't. You can't retire, baby. Oh. Can't retire. No, other. I must be boring. Boring. You made David Flowers smile for God's no, sake. Fred. I mean, that's usually very tough. It's nice to see that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hear that? Smile more often. Jesus. Uh, I smile. I smile all the time, David. That's a lie. No, you don't. Just say. <laughs> All right. I don't know if anybody else is on here that wants their card pulled because I've got it in three different places. I'm sure I have so many decks here. I mean, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, David smiles every week. That's 
Yeah, I suppose. Three, four, five. Um, Shayla Shayla said pull her card. And then John John Stevens said pull his card, but Shayla wants her card pulled too. Is there a certain deck? I mean, I have like five decks. Go with your intuition. With Shayla and my pole dancer, John Stevens. Focus hit me last. Kimberly said hit her up. See? Ronnie said pull his finger. (laughs) Okay, so who am I going first? Do Shayla and then John and then Kimberly. And then Ronnie said pull his finger. And Kimberly said pull it off the third deck, please. All right, so let's go with Shayla. Let me stop confusing you. All right. Shayla, okay. Concentration. your question. She don't want to pull cards. Evidently she ain't feeling it. Nope. I'm gonna probably win a lottery. Tracy and that's no. <laughs> no. He's gotta work. Just like David Flowers, he's gotta work. If he wins five million, five cool million, then you know, he's got a million of that friend by the old pal.
Um, it all depends on how one sees. But He's got his arms crossed. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I see that. It's like, okay, he wants to challenge me. Um, no, 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 he has a certain, trying to learn. Yeah, he's got a certain okay. demeanor. But, but, but seriously, no, um, I, I don't need cards to read someone, but... Pull Shayla's card, because she's never had a card read before, so can you at least pull hers? She's never had anybody pull a card for her, ever. Okay. She's going to um, ask this, the question. This one particular deck does not want to... We'll uh, find a deck that wants to work. And just pull the fucking card. Alright. What the hell? You don't, do you have the, um, you don't have the spirit animal deck? No. Well, I do, but not gotcha. uh, right here. Yeah, but I do have that. Yeah, just, 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 just. And then you'll get back to David, because he's got a question. Okay. I do. Um, yeah. She answered it. She answered it for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, uh, did that help you in any way? Seriously. I'll, I have to process it. I'll just have to bring a deck so he can look at it or something. Now, I know you, Jerry, as well. You don't need a deck of cards to read. Oh, I don't need a deck of cards to read, but I, I pull them no. and I will read it off. But, yeah, I don't. I really don't. But a lot of times I'm not in the mindset to read. I'm just, you know, not. No. Yeah. There's other, there's what other. Is, what is this dream that you have? Uh, Who? Nothing around you. 
dream this is something you will never forget in your lifetime because there are so many dreams we forget 
but a visitation dream will stick with you forever, and that's true. Okay, he had a comment. Yeah. That's true, for yeah, sure. Very much so, yeah. yes, yes, sir. <laughs> CNC Music Factory, no, don't put that in my head. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like listening to them. <laughs> All right. We were, we, were kind of, we were going to get into the conversation that um, we don't have all the answers. We, um, we were going to get into those conversations, and we got about 10 freaking minutes to do it. Yeah, it's always too short. I know. Time I know. We quick. have to do a, a different block here. Uh, we don't have to get together with uh, Ryan, and we'll have to do a two-hour block. But anyway. It's so. interesting. I'm picking up a lot on David tonight. Well, just leave David out of the scenario. Sorry. Yeah. Can you, like, undo him? Stop. Okay. Okay. Really? Ronnie? Ronnie? Oh, God. What? He, he's got CNC. He's just everybody dance now. You had to put that song in my ears. All right, so let's have a short discussion about that, Hooker. Okay, a short discussion about Hooker. Yeah. You are too much, girl. Too much. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you love me so much. Yes, I do. We don't have all the answers to everything. I mean, uh, we get questions like, the lottery, this, that. I mean, uh, those are there's just certain things we can't, we can't, we don't have answers no, for. No, how it works is what you are meant to know. That is what you were told. Um, I've had people text me and ask me, "Do you know what this is? Do you know?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." I'm sorry, I don't. Right. Well, you should know you're a psychic. No. 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 Why? What was that? I was drinking my water. No. I heard a male voice that time. But anyhow. Um, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I, it was not nice. But anyhow. Um, we do not have the answers to everything that people want to What is that? You heard that? What is it? I, I heard I heard it that time. Yeah. All right, so what was that, know. David Flowers? What do you got on back oh, there? I don't have nothing. My dog yawned. See, again, we don't have the answers to everything. No. <laughs> what the hell? But what was it? Freaking rich as shit. That's my question. What was it? Because it wasn't my computer. Then, oh my fucking god, that noise. How could you know? My dog yawning? No. That's the only thing that's going on here is my dog yawning. Terry, you heard that clear. I know you did. I I heard something, but I don't know what I heard. What? Everybody heard it. But what was it? Yeah, what was it? What was it? I don't 
I know there's something not the, the freaking pentagram. Oh, I, I know there's something behind me. Yeah, but question is, what was it? And who yeah, was it? Ronnie, Ronnie said he heard what yeah, well, sounded like yo. Yeah. Trace Ann said electrical tone three times. Yeah, or three times. Where did that come from? Because I don't have nothing on, he don't have nothing on, and she don't have nothing on. I mean, it was like it just, yeah. Um, There's nothing was electronic. Nothing electronic. I have nothing on. We don't have nothing electronic. That's the thing. No. So what was it? That's the second time. A bleed over into what? From who? Because uh, ain't nobody running anything. I go. feel like it can't be All right, Kimberly, fine. let's go. Debunk it. Yes, please. Please do, because. Yeah. What is that? I just heard that that was electronic, what I just heard. Yeah, but where's it coming from? That, uh, my phone right now, what you just heard, David, my okay. phone made that oh. at that moment. Okay. But before that, no. Yeah. Yeah, before that, I, I heard a uh, a male, something sounded male. It yeah. was a male. It was yeah. male. Yeah. 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 I, I have zero clue. What it was, or because before we got on it, before we got on the air, it happened anyway. Uh -huh. Before we came on the air. Well, this is different than what we heard before. We yeah, came. that is true. Yeah, it was more. Yeah, it was abrupt. different. Yeah. More abrupt. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, I guess one of us is staying awake tonight. We shall see. Uh, okay. Don't send your shit over here. <laughs> Uh, no, no, wouldn't do it. Oh, I got my own stuff. Yeah, I've had enough of that shit. Nope, um, they don't come home. They don't follow me home from the mayor. I've had freaking things crawl my freaking bed and, and no, Realistically, in my every psychic medium no. has a different answer to everyone's question. There are different levels to how mediums perceive someone's questions and how they can describe this That's to true. a certain individual. That's true. Hi. How yep. are you? Yeah, but see, um... No, nobody what, has no higher power transmissions anywhere that I, I know of. What, oh, go no, ahead. Uh -uh. When I read someone, truthfully, um, if I... If something comes up where I feel like I can't read you, I'm going, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to bullshit you. Right. Um... If I don't know, I don't freaking know. Right. That's it. Plain and simple. And I'm not going to make up something just to make the person satisfied. You know, like, okay, this is the answer I got. No, I'm sorry. If I don't know, I don't know. Right. I don't like to lie to people like that. Right. I don't think that's right. Right. I'm not out trying to make myself some kind of big shot or anything like that because I really don't give a shit about that crap. Right. That's not who I am. Kimberly. You're not Teresa Caputo? No. No. And nor will I pretend to be. Well. And we can take that however we want to. 
Listen to the playback and isolate the sound for me. Yeah, because I'd like to know. Seriously, yeah. I hope somebody picks it up because I'm there was like, a the electro there was a voice before the electronic sound. I've had a lot of shit going on around here. Um, I've actually heard um, something walking around my she bed. Can, she can pull a card. Um, Crystal wanted to know if you could please do a reading or pull a card or. Are you able to do that? past loved ones at all. Well, I do, but I'm not okay. I'm, I'm, um, I'm uh, what was that? shut down on that. She wanted to know if you talked to any past loved ones at all, Crystal. Yes. I'm going to end um, the blog talk real quick because i got to get off with Ryan's show. So I appreciate everybody that tuned on the air with Blog Talk Radio. We'll be back um, next Tuesday with um, our Paranormal Roundtable discussion. So thanks for tuning in um, on, the, on the Blog Talk Radio end.
Hello, all you freaks out there, this is Ryan. How are you doing on this post-Christmas, early before January podcast of the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show? How everyone had a great Christmas and um, looking forward to the new year. We're going to big parties this weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. You know all this stuff. Um, yeah, so this is the uh, last show of the year, the final show of 2022, and it is actually a makeup show. Um, not learning how to put makeup on. Not that kind of makeup show, although that would be kind of fun. Maybe I should do that one day. Hey, Angela, Merry Christmas. I think we should do a makeup show and we put makeup on. That would be funny. And uh, you may learn a thing or two. But I meant what I mean is the show, uh, we, had this, we had our guests on uh, early November, but there was a big storm happening out in Tennessee while we were trying to talk to them. I'm talking about the Memphis, 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 Memphis Empath Paranormal Society. They're back. Talked to them, and they said, uh, no heart unless these kids make up. Well, no heart. Well, yeah, exactly. We should do, we could do like a, look like Gene Simmons there, Shayla. That would be awesome. Have my tongue sticking out, thinking about, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. I was drinking my LaCroix. <sighs> my sister got me hooked on these things. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and um, I think they're on the, the line. If I can – no, yeah. If I can get whoever is in – if you're called in, uh, Eric – if you call it in, can you please press one on your phone so I'm not putting some somebody who does not want to be on the show on the show because I've done it before and uh, yeah, wasn't it wasn't good. I wasn't supposed to be hearing. Put it on uh, on live radio, so I just needed to make sure that the number that is called in to Blog Talk right now is exact is actually the number um of my guest. So. To talk about Christmas. We uh, we went to my dad's house for dinner Christmas Eve, which was pretty fun. Uh, of course, my sister's not there; she's still in the hospital, so that was kind of depressing. But you know, it was nice seeing everybody. Um, of course, we get home, and um, Angie's like ex-husband goes to the hospital, and dresses up as Santa Claus every year for Christmas. Hey, Rhonda. So she came over. Uh, Saturday night to RJ, so I got him really excited, and uh, he went to bed probably around like 10 or so, maybe maybe a little bit earlier than that, and then we had all the presents to wrap, and uh, we were up until like 4 o'clock in the morning doing that, wrapping presents. Well, I say we were up. I mean, I was up, but I sure as heck wasn't wrapping presents. I tried, and Angie was like, yeah, no, this this isn't going to work. So, um, well, up until four, 4 o'clock in the morning, wrapping presents, and then RJ was promptly up at 7.30 in the morning. So, and he was very happy with all his presents and stuff. He had a good day. Um, and, of course, he's ready for Santa Claus to come back. We, I got one of those no-rad, downloaded one of those no-rad uh, 
Santa trackers on my phone to show him where he was on you know Christmas Eve. And of course, Christmas night, he's like, "Where's Santa at now?" I'm like, "Well, he's up. He's relaxing. He's on vacation now. He works his one day of the year." Nice, but he put Easter Bunny. So, all right. So he did press one. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, put him back on the show and welcome him back to the Freak Show. There we go. How's it Unmuted. going? Hey, brother. How are you? Man, I am doing great. I am doing great. Just, just ready to get through New Year and start the New Year off. Man, I am, ex- I am excited for the New Year. Um, I'm also like apprehensive about the New Year because it's like my I don't really you never know what the, what the New Year is going to bring. So it's like it's like a tepid excitement because it's like well you know you don't know where we're going to be in a year from now. You know, so I'm just like oh I'm excited but kind of a nervous excitement about it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, you know, hopefully, uh, that, you know, I'm apprehensive about it, but, you know, I just, I'm kind of a, uh, you know, a glass half full kind of thing. So I always try to look at it with, you know, enthusiasm and that it, it will probably be a good year, hopefully. Yeah, well, I mean, you got you have to go in it with like kind of a little bit of like a good attitude about it because if it, you think it's going to suck, then it's probably going to suck. You know? <laughs> exactly right. You're exactly right. That's right. I'm like I'm like hopeful, you know. I'm hoping you're hoping it doesn't suck, but I'm not like expecting it to, you know. Yeah, I you know it's you know it's this has probably been one of the roughest years for me, and so it's mm-hmm. you know I'm 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 enthusiastic that that it'll actually kick off. It'll it'll be a really good year. Uh, it'll be a busy year, and uh, you know and just uh, and just ready to get. I'm ready to get 2022 behind me. <laughs> Ready for a change, huh? Absolutely, absolutely. Just keep moving forward. Do you um? Do you have a good Christmas? I did. I had a a very good relaxing. It was. I enjoyed it. Uh, had a great time with uh with family and friends, and it was just it was perfect. It was it was a really good Christmas this year. I remember back when I used to have relaxing Christmases. Not so it, much it was anymore. Good. But, yeah, <laughs> it, it was good. It was good to actually be able to sit around a lot and uh, enjoy a little a little break from work and you know the daily grind and you know and especially being able to get to see family. It's always nice when you can just take in the holidays, and just enjoy them, and not just be going a mile a minute because it seems like they go by way too fast when you're constantly busy doing things. You don't have time to just sit there and just. You know, take in, take it in, take in all the, uh, you know, the sights, the sounds, the feelings of Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's you know, and it's, and that's the way the whole year's been. You know, it's just been. You know, I haven't had a, a chance to just kind of stop and smell the roses and, uh, you know, just t- just take it in, relax, and you know, just constantly, you know, with work and, and everything. And so it, it was good. It was it was really good. Um, it was it was good to have that four days off. It's nice to be able to decompress for a bit and uh, you know get back to yourself. It is. It is. So uh, last time we were we had the show, you well there was a big storm in um, where you're at Memphis. Uh uh-huh. Did everything okay down there? Is it, you, you, good from that everything like 
not yeah, too much damage. It, it, it is. Um, yeah, we had we had a little bit of straight line wind damage uh, from it, and then you know, and then you know what they always say about Memphis weather. If you're not from here, you know, just stick around one minute. It, it'll change the next. And cool. uh, and we went from you know 70 degree weather and thunderstorms and tornadoes to you know snowing, <laughs> and so uh, you know we weren't dealing with uh, thunderstorms. We were dealing with uh, a little bit of snow and ice. Well, they say it's the same thing about Virginia weather, so uh, I guess we're in good company. <laughs> oh, so yeah. It's gone from 70 degrees to snowing in a while, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, uh, weather is just, can be, can be, like, I was in, went to school in Radford, and it was like, I went to school in shorts, went to class in shorts. The time I was out of class, it was snowing. So that was a long, oh, gotcha. you know, commute home. Yes, it was. It's I can I can remember those days. I can remember. And I'm giving away my age, but I can remember ice storm of of '94 in, in here in Memphis. It was probably one of the worst ice storms that we had ever had in our history. And uh, I can remember, you know, the week before, you know, it was 70, 75 degrees. I was bass fishing, and uh, and I'm leaving. I'm leaving home the morning of the ice storm. You know, in shorts and a t-shirt, go to school, and uh, before lunchtime, you know, we were you know, being let out of school, and it was, you know, it was it was uh, snowing and sleeting. You know, it's sad. It makes me feel really old when you say, I'm giving away my age, and you said the, the ice storm of 1994, like it was that long ago, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, God. I remember, I remember 94, too. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, I, we had a big storm in night, over here, up here in 96, a big blizzard. I know people tuning in want to hear us talk about weather for an hour. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> a freaking awesome weather show. Um, so, anyways, we we were, you know, we had you on earlier, but you got you got caught off. So I'm just gonna start the show over again because uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if they actually actually went back to listen to the half the show or ten minutes of the show we did back in the beginning of November. So. um do you know? Do you know how you got started in the paranormal? Like, what? what did you grow up with it, or did you get? Um, hey, Angela says she's what? here. Angela says oh, hi. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, it, it actually for me, you know, I was always, you know, you know, where we're at, we're, you know, we're deep in the heart of the the Bible Belt. So, when I was coming up, you know, as a as a kid and in my adolescence. I never, you know, I was always raised to, you know, believe that, you know, when when we when we pass away, we go to one place or the other, you know, just kind of depending on how we we lived our life. Um, I didn't I didn't ever believe I was never taught to believe that there was like, you know, something in between, uh, you know, or that, um, you know, that a person could not be at, you know, could not be at rest. Possibly be, you know, earthbound, and so I never, I never really believed in it. Uh, I, uh, my very early twenties, that uh, I had moved into a uh, a new house, a new house for me, an older house, um, and uh, we, you know, I started experiencing some stuff that I couldn't actually, I couldn't explain. Uh, uh, disembodied voices. Uh, 
noises that I couldn't explain cabinet doors opening and closing, you know, and I, and I, and I, I so much didn't at first believe that, you know, that my house was actually haunted. I, uh, you know, I, I looked for, you know, plausible explanations, you know, like, what is it? Do I have, uh, do I have mice that are opening cabinet doors or, you know, is it, is it something along that, you know, something simple or do I hear, you know, my neighbors next door? Is that the voices that I'm hearing that sounds like it's actually coming from my back bedroom? And uh, it, it took actually for me to actually have a uh, eye-opening experience that actually pushed me to try and reach out and find somebody local that could actually maybe come in and uh, see what was going on and try from there to, you know, figure exactly out what, figure out exactly what it was. And um, it was, the experience was, you know, and I come in and decided I was going to lay down for a little bit. And as I lay down and closed my eyes on the bed, I felt what felt like somebody had sat on the side of my bed. And uh, and I heard plain as plain as you and I are sitting here talking, uh, 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 hey, and opened my eyes and nobody was there, uh, you know. And that was a really eye-opening experience. That you know, hey, I wasn't going crazy. Something was going on. Uh, and so I uh, back then, you know, twenty twenty couple of years ago, there, you know, nobody really talked about it. We didn't just sit over the dinner table and have a conversation about, hey, I think my house is haunted. You know, it was kind of taboo, more or less, to, to actually, you know, talk about that kind of stuff. And uh, so it it pushed me to try to reach out and try to find somebody that maybe could, could what I was experiencing and what I was going through. And I, I couldn't find anybody. Uh, and it was and it was really hard. I basically was led to, to deal with it myself. And... Uh, and that's what really started me into just uh, just cramming books um, and reading and researching the the paranormal to try and figure out exactly maybe what what was going on at my uh, my own residence and and I did that I I did that for you know um, about five years before I actually decided to you know start start being able to you know hey you know that you know i think i know exactly what's going on in my house you know maybe i can help other people that have experienced the same exact things that i have or something similar and maybe i can you know in the same in the same sense actually document you know what they're experiencing and try to find you know find find out exactly what what it is that uh these these people are experiencing um for me, I, I uh, you know, I, I think what uh, I think my conclusion that I came to with uh, with my own personal experience was uh, was more or less a really a, a residual, non-intelligent type hunting, and um, but it, that's what really started my my journey. And um, after meeting several other people over time, and and actually. Uh, finding people that were in that kind of in the same situation as me is more of a an open-minded skeptic, fascinated by the subject. Uh, we we formed Memphis Empath Paranormal Society, 
and uh, we started taking your residential calls. Um, we really didn't – we weren't like the uh, uh, ghost hunting enthusiast. We didn't, we didn't just go out ghost hunting. You know, we, we were actually wanting to do it to try to help give back to the community the best way that we could and help other people that were, you know, that were going through the same kind of stuff that, that you know, myself and my other teammates had gone through. And, uh, and that's where it led us. And then as we've done that over the years, uh, and the shows started coming out, the reality shows started coming out, and it, was, it became a really big trending subject. You know, we, uh, you know, we want what we decided that we wanted to do was, hey, you know, in our downtime between being able to being able to provide, you know, people in our community, uh, a private investigations that, you know, if they were experiencing stuff, be able to go out and work together, uh, which, you know, working, going out and investigating together actually be, is able to, you know, help you kind of uh, understand everybody's way of working together. And, um, and so we would go out and we would go to, you know, a little bit more of a known, known places, known locations that were definitely reported it to be haunted. And we would go out and just work together basically to exercise, you know, uh, and, uh, and that's how, that's how we really kind of got started. We, uh, we started doing that and about, uh, about three years ago was when we actually decided, Hey, you know, we realized that, that some people who enjoy investigating the paranormal may not have the opportunity to actually get out and investigate themselves and might be able to go. So let's actually start when we go to some of these places, let's start filming it and being able to, you know, take those people that are, you know, enjoy it, take them along with us, you know, where they can watch it and feel like they're, you know, they're right there with us investigating. And so that's why we started Irving Ghost Hunters and uh, we started producing that kind of content. And, uh, and it's really been a, it's really been a fun ride. It's been a, it's been a big journey for us. Um, it's been able to, uh, you know, we've had experiences that I would have never thought of I've ever experienced, uh, and that's that's kind of where we we started and and where we're at now. Uh, we do. Uh, we also had started a few years ago taking on, you know, uh, calls for you know businesses in our area. We've done a few businesses here local, um, in some of the older buildings and. Um, and we that's just what we've been doing. Wow. I mean, when you first started, you know, getting those experiences, was it happening like when you were asleep or were you did you actually hear the cabinets opening and shutting by themselves? Or that, I would. You and you know, it was a lot of times, Ryan, um, a lot of times that we notice is that especially like in, in our past investigations where we can – almost time it down on a residual haunting to where, you know, during this time of the day is usually when this occurrence happens, you know, it, it, between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m., these people, you know, hear footsteps upstairs across the floor, you know. And so in a residual situation like that, you know, and that's kind of like in the situation what, what I had going on where, you know, it would be, you know, 
3, 4, 5 p.m. in the afternoon, you know, sitting in the uh, den watching TV. And out of the corner of my eye, I hear, or out of the, you know, off, off in the kitchen, I hear the cabinet door opening. And, uh, you know, look, kind of glance over there and look and see the shadow of a cabinet door opening and closing. And, uh, and so it was, uh, it would happen different times at different times. It would happen, you know, like you said, it could happen. A lot of the stuff that actually happened, happened more so, you know, in the, like the eight to 9 PM range, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it it was stuff that was actually, um, especially a lot of the auditory audio, you know, evidence that, that I captured from the house was actually, uh, was was usually in the the seven to eight nine p.m. range, and uh, it was it was it was a uh, it it was we could almost time it, and so uh, that was one thing that actually kind of made me look at being you know is the fact that I'm, I wasn't getting any kind of direct responses, I wasn't getting any kind of intelligent responses, um, and so that's what actually led me. More so to follow the, you know, the theory that it may possibly be something residual, and uh, and then over the over the two years that I actually lived in the home, and I kept a, a diary of it. Uh, you know, it was I could pinpoint it down to the times that certain occurrences were happening, and so that's what really led me to believe that it was it was residual in nature. How long did it take you to realize that this might not be something that's uh, natural happening in your house? Um, you know, it, it actually, it probably, I said, you know, probably maybe maybe two months, two and a half months of me just, you know, saying, uh, you know, maybe it was just, maybe I had mics, you know, um, traps now. Um you know, maybe I'm hearing the neighbors. You know, it, it took a couple of months for me of yeah. actually just kind of trying to play it off. You know, more of a, more of just I guess comfort, comforting myself that uh, that it you know that it wasn't something you know unnatural or above the realm of normality, and um, and it was finally you know after about two months of uh, feeling what like somebody sitting down on my bed while I'm asleep and you know that it really took that to actually say okay you know this is enough this something's going on here and I don't know what it is and uh I couldn't explain that and that's what it actually took for me not to be able to of not being able to explain what I had experienced for me to actually you know say it's time to do something about it yeah going through like the way you were raised and, you know, you said living in the Bible belt and, you know, not believing in that stuff, not believing in the paranormal growing up and then having an experience like that, you know, of course you're trying to talk yourself out of it, talk yourself like, Oh, it's gotta be this. You're trying to find a rational explanation for it. So it must've taken a lot for you to come to that conclusion where it's like, all right, I've, I've exhausted every, possible explanation this is what's going on now how do i deal with it type of thing right right it, it really is and it you know it's i think it was more of just i, I believe that I, I you know i honestly thought something 
something was going on, something that was, you know, that wasn't physical, something that wasn't normal, um, was was happening. But you know, I was at the same time, I was, I was, I think it was more of just like I said to to comfort myself, you know, and to uh, try to explain it away. It's kind of like. It's kind of like that feeling, you know, where where you go into a, a unfamiliar place and you're you're walking around, whether you're in a dark area or you're just not in a real familiar place, but and you you seem like you're alone, but yet you feel like you have a thousand eyes watching you, and that's really, you know, it's really kind of like that that feeling that uh, that that I would have, uh, and and I was basically looking at just uh you know personal comfort of saying oh it's just this you know that's all it is and and so it's when you do that and it and it weighs on you to the point where you you don't sleep well and you know you're you're when you know it was to the point where i would go to sleep and i would think okay what's going to happen now you know what's going to be the next thing to happen and um and so you know being able to you know research it and say you know this you know, this is actually, you know, you know, what I'm experiencing is actually, you know, pretty normal in instances of hauntings. You know, it's run of the mill, you know, and and so, you know, I was able to you know, I was able to find a little bit of comfort in it and saying, you know, that, you know, for one, to me it was like, hey, you know, this is a it's a even though that later on I would figure out that this was a residual haunting. It it actually provided, you know, uh, it actually provided me with, with credibility to believing that you know life life exists after death, and uh, you know, and and being able to move from that and go into being able to research and experience a plenty of other hauntings. And different types of hauntings. It's just it's really opened my eyes to, you know, providing me, you know, giving myself my personal belief that that, that life continues after we die, and uh, and that's what that's what I think that's what the you know that we we all look for at first when we first get into um, researching and investigating is that we're looking for our own personal you know truth and vindication to you know life after death and and it it has been it has been one heck of a ride for me and uh you know it's it's proven to me that uh that that you know that our spiritual being does continue and uh there is more than just just this physical world yeah you think you know religious people religious people who who don't believe in the paranormal it's kind it's kind of kind of a juxtaposition because, you know, we believe there is an afterlife. We believe that our, our soul goes on, you know, either it stays here it can so, and finishes this business or it can move on if it, you know, if it so chooses to. Um, makes you wonder why, why more people with religious background don't, you know, have more of an open mind when it comes to the paranormal. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, Ryan. And it, you know, it's, I, I believe it's probably, I believe a lot of it comes from, you know, reading the Bible and, and saying, well, you know, that and the Bible says that when you die, you know, to die is to be present before the Lord. But yet, you know, 
when when you know you have to look at it in in a same situation or same stance from is that one of the greatest gifts that God ever gave man was was free will and free will um I believe that when we when we do pass away that the same as in life is with our our spiritual being is that you know we have free will and for some of us we believe that we may have unfinished business left here and we we have that free will to to stay here until final judgment is handed out and if that's if that's the person you know then then they they choose to stay they have that free will and i think that um i really believe that and uh because we seem to see a lot of times we seem to see hauntings are directly related to like traumatic events or somebody's life who may have ended suddenly or abruptly or tragically you know and they believe that you know that they have something left here you know that they have to you know that they need to stay behind and and that that in the same sense would uh you know would give me the the reason to believe in you know that hey you know man has free will to choose they can choose whether to take judgment at the moment of a passing or they can take judgment at the final judgment and uh and that's kind of how what i how i how i view it uh and not that uh i should just read the bible and take exactly what the bible says in literal sense uh to be absent from the body is to be present with, with the lord so i uh i look at it in that sense and I, and, I, and it's a good open-minded sense to actually look at it like that. Tim Coleman says, I grew up in the Catholic Church and I still believe that there is something else other than the physical world. And I wonder if, if, if like, the, the people who don't have an open mind, if, there's, if they are so scared of, if they if they go away from what the Bible says, exactly what it says, word for word, that they'll end up in hell. If it's one of those like old school type, you know, if you if you deviate a little bit from from what it says, then you know that's a one way ticket down south. Right. You know. Right. And 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 that's you have to I, you know it's I, when I look at it like that I I look at it as well you know the you know Bible was written by man and inspired by Christ and so. You know, I have to I have to think of it in the terms that you know that man man wrote the Bible uh, in his in his words that was inspired by God, but in the same sense, being that it was written by man, I, I you know I can't take it in in literal sense that it, exactly what it says, you know, word for word. Um, I mean, there's several things within the Bible, you know, like Genesis 6 and the, even the giants. You know, I believe in it in the literal sense that it's written in, but I don't, you know, when it comes to certain things such as uh, our spiritual beings and, you know, believing that, you know, it's there's no there's nothing in between. Uh, there's too many religions that even, even suggest that there's more of an in-between, such as, you know, in the in the like you were saying in the Catholic, you know, religion, you know, there's a belief in purgatory. Well, purgatory's not heaven nor hell, and so we have to uh, we can look at it in a literal sense that you know that there's there's something other than 
one or the other. Um, and, uh, and I mean, it's, that's, I mean, if you look at it like that and keep an open mind like that, you, you open your, you've left it open to not necessarily say yay or yay or nay either way, whether there's, rather that Aunt Edna's haunting my house or, you know, is it a familiar spirit, you know, demonic? Is it, it, it ghosts aren't really people, they're all demonic, you know, that kind of thing, which I, you know, I don't believe in. But uh, that's that's how you have to look at it to in order to be able to keep an open mind. And and I, I just I think I would rather I would rather live believing that there there's spirits there's ghosts than to die and then later find out that there is. You don't believe in something doesn't mean it's not there. You know you can you can right. sit there and say it's not there to the cows come home, and you can. Say it's not there because the Bible says it's not there, but you know it's still there, you know. And uh, there are so many, only so many excuses you can make for the stuff that's happening. Although, right. you know, some people go go their whole lives without having a paranormal experience and not, you know, they could be like, oh, that doesn't exist because they've never experienced it before. Right, right, and it, and that's what. And see, that's what that's what the crazy thing is to me is that, you know, that you 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 can you can sit down and interview. You can take a a, a homeowner who has a you know six seven eight year old child that is experiencing things, and yet the parents aren't experiencing anything, but they they are seeing how their child is being bothered like that, and that's a that's similar to a case that we we took uh, back um, last September. Um, you know, the the parents hadn't really experienced anything, but they knew that their child was in distress, and uh, and we were able to come in and investigate and actually, you know, capture some really really credible evidence that uh, really totally changed the parents' way of thinking. That you know, that yeah, there was actually something going on, and. Uh, you know, and that's 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 the main thing. You know, we we want to be able to go into a location and investigate it and actually debunk it. That's you know, we believe in empirical data when we investigate, mm-hmm. and so you know, we're looking for that data. We're looking for you know to be able to either provide data that that know that this is we can explain this. This is what's going on. Uh, you know, or say hey, you know. Yeah, what you're what you're experiencing is is something paranormal. Not that we're going to say, you know, oh my gosh, you've got ghosts in your house or you got ghosts in your business, but you know that we believe that something paranormal is going on that cannot be explained, that is documented. Uh, the anomalies that we've captured is documented. It's something paranormal going on. Um, as to the fact of, you know, exactly what it is, that usually you know entails you know a, a, a deeper dive into the uh to the location to the people attached to the location um or you know any in the in the prior people that are attached to that location and so uh but uh that's that's one thing that we like is being able to you know find out that you know we're going and actually help and if somebody's not experiencing something necessarily in that location be able to sit them down and show them the evidence that we caught and open their eyes to it and say, 
wow, you know, that I haven't I haven't experienced anything paranormal, but here's credible evidence that it's actually going on in my house, you know. Yeah, Angela Smith says there's something going on in her house, so you may want to bring the uh, Memphis Paranormal Empath Society over to uh, her place. And she lives in Memphis, too, to come check her out because apparently she has some stuff yep. going on over there. Yep, yep. I, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually familiar with her story, and uh, yeah, it's, she actually, uh, she's got quite a bit of uh, stuff that they've experienced there, and yeah, we definitely have to look into that. Um, you know, it's, it's got to be, I don't know if it's easier, but it's so much different from when you were dealing with the stuff and you didn't have anybody to uh talk to about it like like we're talking right now um right it, it really like, was it was it was yeah. it was troubling it was um i'm like you know that's you know i just wanted i wanted just somebody to be able to say hey this is what what's going on and this is what it may be you know but th- it was nobody i was like man who am i gonna talk to if i go talk to my if i go talk to my preacher my preacher's gonna suggest that i talk to a psychiatrist you know, and so it was. It was. It was. It was troubling, Ryan, trying to uh, figure out exactly what, what what I was experiencing, and you know, how could it be explained, and exactly what it was, or what I could do to stop it. You know, if anything, and um, and so, and whereas now, you know, it's you know, I'll, you know, if I have a, a Memphis empath or an urban ghost hunter shirt on, and I, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. You know, I can't tell you how many times somebody's turned around and say, "Oh, you do go, you do ghost hunting or paranormal investigations," and they'll say, "Well, let me tell you about my story." You know, and and I love that. I absolutely love that because I love hearing those stories. And um, you know, and it's it, it, it's it's totally different now than what it was. You know, even ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean to go. Have lived someplace and uh, dealing with all this activity and worse, worse than what you were dealing with, and then you know not having, not knowing for sure if anyone's going to come, you know, help you out. Like now, nowadays, I've got like two or three people I could call. Like right now, if something happened in my house, could come out right. and say to get rid of it. That right, you know, and it's or something, and you know, and it. You don't you feel like I don't know like back then I guess you'd feel kind of like weird calling the church because you'd be thinking what what are they gonna think of me if I'm calling them saying there's a ghost in my house I'm like okay crazy person right right and it, it it was and and now it's just like you know it's like you know probably ninety probably ninety five percent of our calls don't doesn't come in from you know, Facebook or, you know, anything like that, any kind of social media, it basically is, you know, somebody goes online and they say, you know, they search, you know, hauntings in Memphis, then they pull up and boom, there you see, you know, you see there's there's two paranormal groups in Memphis and you'll see both of them displayed right there on the, you know, at the top of the Google search and, and so, and that's you know, it's it's so much easier nowadays to be able to to reach out and actually 
you know, actually get the help if that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's just that over the over the years, the one thing that has really has really uh, has really seemed to affect you know our private investigations is that um, with all the uh, the big you know shows out and all that, a lot of times we we'll have to go in and really really vet our calls when they come in, you know, and uh, you know with proper vetting. You know, and doing a couple of uh, live, you know, in-person interviews, you know, we're usually able to determine right then, you know, kind of like what course we can take uh, if it's something that we need to investigate further, uh, and we can go at it like that. So when you first started investigating, like actually going out and getting a recorder and, and gathering evidence, do you remember what your first EVP was that you were able to capture? Um, it was the uh, it was probably the the most well known EVP out there. Get out! Uh, I remember it just like it was yesterday. I was investigating a uh, a condominium over in Southeast Memphis, and uh, it was uh, it was it was the craziest thing. It uh, basically it was it was a class it was class A, and it was simply the two words of get out. And I was just absolutely shocked by it uh, when I first when I first got it uh, but that was probably and that was probably the one investigation that I've done over the the course of the years that actually where we actually received actual five five actual class a EVPs in the same location in the same night um, but that there is that very first one the one thing that really stood out to me that I'll probably will never forget is is actually sitting. I was actually I was actually doing an investigation of a uh, early American home homestead, um, the uh, Colonel James Drain House, and that that was really one of the most eye-opening experiences for me uh, that I would probably never forget. And it w- actually was something that we we captured on the. Uh, the digital voice recorder, but it was actually a, a disembodied voice of a young lady saying, help me. And, uh, it was just, it was so, I mean, it was just right there. It was like practically right next to me. And it was, you know, it was sitting there, you know, and I knew there was no deniability in that it was something, it was something paranormal. It was it was a spirit of a young lady um, who I believe was actually Charles Drain's James Drain's wife, um, and I mean it was just it was it was probably it was the most extensive, most profound experience of having hearing that voice right next to me, just like she was standing right next to me, uh, and um, having two other investigators standing right there to hear it. And um, we, you know, that was that was probably I get I, I absolutely love EVPs. I be, I love being able to go back and listen to them. Um, I don't do so many so much as like a live EVP burst session where I just run through it right quick and then listen to see if we capture anything while we're standing there. Um, we will sometimes if we're getting a lot of activity. 
um, if we're getting a lot of, of hits on the trifuel meter or the uh, K2 meter. But uh, I really like to go back and really listen to it and really clean them up and be able to see if I can make out, you know, exactly what it is that we, we've caught. Um, that's one of my big things. I, I love audio evidence. Yeah, I, I use I, most of my most of my evidence I capture is, is are EVPs, and occasionally I'll get something like on video or like seeing a weird orb doing something strange. But yeah, most of the evidence I capture going on investigations is through um, the recorder. I use like the recorder I have on my phone to do most mm-hmm. of my EVP work, and that seems to work very well. It's interesting how you, the, the experience you had on that investigation was the most profound or more profound than what you were dealing with when you're, you know, at your own house. Yep. You know, and, and the reason why I say that, um, I think it was the fact of just the closeness of it and that it was was just right there, you know, basically like she was there talking into my ear, you know, that Mm -hmm. was, um, that was what was so profound about it. Um, and the fact that I had, there was absolutely no way to try and de- – there was no way to debunk it. You're basically out. And just to kind of give you an idea of where it is, it's actually – it's on the what we call the, the Natchez Trace Parkway that runs through Mississippi. And uh, it's, a, it's, a historic, it's a historic road that runs all the way up from and down around uh, Louisiana all the way up into Nashville. And uh, this is in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Uh, there's no houses around. There's no traffic. There's no people around. And so it's, you know, and it, when you're standing there and it's 2.30 a.m. and it's you and two investigators and a woman clearly speaks into your ear. I mean, that's that's what was so profound about it. Um, you know, and then... Not, not you know. I hear it. And I, the way that it went was we actually, when when I heard it, you know, I uh, we were actually right in the process of fixing to start. We were going to launch the, uh, the SB seven and go straight into running an an Estes method uh, guest box session. And uh, as we're standing there, you know, I hear it. And uh, I I I reacted to it in that you know that I looked around and then I asked you know I asked who who just spoke and uh, I uh, I waited until after we ran the SS method and as me and uh, one of my lead investigators Chris were standing we actually had gone outside from the home and we were standing there and Chris told me, he said, he said, some woman spoke up and said, help me. And for, for that, that was validation that, Hey, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't the only one that actually heard this voice plain as day that, you know, that my lead investigator was standing there getting ready to, to run the SS method with me actually, actually physically heard it as well. And so, and for him to sit there and ex- repeat exactly what, what I heard her say, was just, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just really profound. Yeah, there's something about hearing something with your own ears, like 
during investigation as opposed to hearing it on a recorder during an investigation. Playing it back on the recorder, it's cool, but actually hearing it yourself, it, 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 it really is because it you the whole time personal when you hear it yourself. It is, and because you know, you sit there, and and I'm sure you can attest to this that you sit there, mm-hmm. and, um, and I always, and like I always tell people, oh, you want to be a, you know, you want to be a paranormal investigator. Well, it's like really, literally, the most boring thing you can do. You sit in a dark room and you speak to the air for you know seven, oh. eight, nine, ten hours, and just hoping that when you go home and the next day you're going through your audio evidence that you hope that you caught something. And and so to be able to hear a disembodied voice vocally like that, physically, it, it's it's just, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. It's like going fishing and not knowing if you caught anything until the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, so we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, we kind of went in different directions. You know, that's what the show is yep. all about, you know, going to see where their conversation leads us. That just means you got to have you back on the show. Man, to, that's, uh, that's awesome. Talk about other other things, like more more paranormal-related stuff as far as, like, different locations you've been to. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're full of them. So I'm sorry, I read his comment from Angela. If the lady got killed in my house way before I moved in, she hit her head in the kitchen and she was dead three days before they found her. Wow. wow. That is morbid. That is morbid. That, that, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like some that place would be ripe with activity if uh you said her grandfather passed away in her room too. Wow, yep. that is that is uh that is nuts. Um yep. yeah, um I want to talk to you more about your YouTube channel, talk to you more about different places you've investigated, and, um, yeah, have you back on. If that, if you would be agreeable to that, that would be awesome. Absolutely. We, we'd love to. Perfect. Well, can you uh, let us know and let the people watching know um, or people listening in the future know how they can get in touch with you, where they can find your, your, your YouTube channel? Um all the information you want to give out. Nothing yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the um, you can you can search uh, either 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 name. You can either search us by Memphis Impact Paranormal Society on Google, um, or you can search us by Irving Ghost Hunters. Um, you can also find us and contact us uh, directly through the website at uh, tubespace.io backslash Irving Ghost Hunters. Um, and you can fill out the contact form and reach us that way. Um, also, you can find us on YouTube just by searching Irving Ghost Hunter. One more question. What is, do you think is the best part about being uh, a part, like being a part of the paranormal? What's the best part of the paranormal world? Um, well, the, the best part is there's a couple of things about the best part about it. Uh, one is being able to be able to give back to my community, um, and number two is to be able to learn something new. Uh, you know, I'm constantly it's constantly it's a constant evolving field, and you you as long as you open your mind and you're willing to 
listen and learn. You can learn new things from other investigators, from people. It's And that's one, the one thing that I just truly love about this field. Put this on a to-be-continued basis because we've got some more to talk about. But until then, hope you have a great new year. Um, I, can't, I will definitely be keeping up with you through kind of uh, like talking about what kind of investigation you've been going on. Hopefully we'll get you up here to Virginia to investigate the cabin on 360 here in Mechanicsville. Um, we'd love to have you guys that, come out and check out the that location. That would be awesome. Sweet, man. Well, I appreciate you coming back on the show and chatting with me tonight. It was a lot of fun. Um, talking was, with you. I love it. Forward to talking to you again here soon. Absolutely, Ryan. Thanks for having us again. All right, brother. You take care, man. You you have a good you have a good new year, and I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. You too. All right, man. Take care. Take care. Well, that was fun. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Angela, thanks for tuning in. Richard, hey, how you doing? Kristen, thank you very much. Rhonda, Bela, everybody who tuned in, I appreciate it. Um, not sure who we're having on next week, but it will be awesome because all my guests are awesome. So I look forward to chatting with you guys again on uh, I think January 2nd. So you guys have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. Good night, guys.